Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan with you here today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president at J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast, powered by J-Dog and Vet TV. Our podcast gives veterans, male spouses, active military members, and military family members a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they're affecting their communities post-service, and a tactical treasure that they share with me that has impacted them in their military career, business, or life. Today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Amanda Huffman, who is an Air Force veteran, active duty male spouse, professional writer, podcaster, and the mother of two boys. Amanda served for six years in the Air Force as a civil engineer, and while in the Air Force, she was deployed to Afghanistan on a provincial reconstruction team where she helped with the nation building of Afghanistan. Then Amanda decided to trade in her combat boots for a diaper bag and went from airman to mom. Today, Amanda shares her story and experiences with the world, providing insight, resources, and encouragement to her fellow women veterans and other women in the military community. Hello, Amanda. How are you today? I'm I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we're excited to have you. Thank you for your service, ma'am, and your continued service as a male spouse. And um, so I'm really excited to kind of uh, know what um, prompted you to join the Air Force. So September 11th happened, my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. and it was kind of an eye-opening realization that the military existed. I feel silly saying that, but at the time I lived in a small town and the military had no touch on my life. And so I didn't really know that that was really an option. And then September 11th happened and the military activated and in history class, my history professor was putting like all the different articles that were being published and it kind of opened up the idea of joining the military and I'm an introvert, so it wasn't an immediate thing. It took me a while before I finally started to look into it, but that was the turning point that opened up my eyes to it. And then I ended up learning about the Reserve Officer Training Corps program in college, and I did that, and that led me to the Air Force. Wow. What a, that I love that. That's a great um, segue as to how you kind of got started and, and got interested in in the military and wanting to serve the country. Um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That, uh, September 11th was profound, I think for so many Americans. Um, yeah. and, um, is there a point of your service that was particularly impactful or something that, you know, really meant a lot to you in, in, in serving, I think deploying to Afghanistan was probably the most pivotal and impactful. Not only was it, I mean, doing what I kind of expected, you know, going overseas and supporting the military and their mission to fight, you know, the war that had kicked off when September 11th happened. But also I deployed with the Army, even though I was in the Air Force. And so I was doing convoys in Afghanistan in 2010, not really expecting that's what I would be doing, but it really pushed me to go outside my comfort zone and learn a lot about myself, learn about people, and just have a really impact on the rest of my life moving forward. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that was quite a different experience for you. Um, 
So now uh, you're a male spouse serving alongside your husband. Uh, what was the transition like? And I, I have to say that that I have spoken with, you know, women like yourself who once served as a veteran and, oh, now they stepped away and now they're a male spouse. Um, so I, I understand that that transition is is unusual and a little different. So how was that for you? Uh, it was really hard. My husband actually was at training when like everything was happening and I was struggling with being a new mom, struggling with my husband being gone and then struggling with this loss of identity. So we're like yeah. all mm -hmm. these challenges happening all at once. And I kind of right. felt blindsided. I didn't realize how much the military met meant to me as a person until it was gone and then it was gone and I was like wait what just happened I I didn't realize that was like so pivotal to who my you know who my individuality was and I really struggled with who who was I now that I was out of the military and what was I supposed to do because I felt like I had given so much to our country and then I chose to walk away and so there was lots of shame and guilt for not continuing to serve and so trying to come through that while also dealing with the challenges of being a new mom and having a husband in the military who wasn't at home right right and i i you know i understand that um everybody struggles with that identity factor um our veterans get out and they have to almost figure out how what life looks like and who they are without the military. Um, and I know that that's a struggle, but also too, I think, you know, a mill spouse, that is a struggle for a lot of reasons as well, because I think since you've already been a veteran, you, it's almost like, you know, too much, like, right. like, it, and I, I equate it to like the doctor that then gets sick and has to rely on other doctors and is already in the medical profession. Like it, it, it's hard, harder, I think, because they know they almost have too much information. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you probably felt that as well, but, um, you know, a male spouse too, though, I, that, that is an identity all in of itself. Uh, so hats off to you for that because our mill spouses are, are truly the backbone of the family. Um, and they multitask and they do so much in support of their spouse. It's, it's just amazing. So, um, so there's no shame in that man. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of current ventures going on. And you are actually the host of your own podcast. It's called Women of the Military. Um, I would love to hear about that. And what are who are some of the guests that that you've interviewed and who have really had a profound podcast? Yeah. So the podcast idea started. It was originally focused as a blog series, and it was started with deployments. But when I started hearing stories of deployments, they all seemed to be coming from women and they had these amazing stories. And so that was where the idea of focusing on women came from. And through that, I've learned so much history about military women. I think that's been the most pivotal thing is like getting to interview 
people and learn about the women of World War II who I mm. had very little to no knowledge. I mean, I knew Rosie the Riveter, but I didn't realize like women were pilots, women were serving in the military, women were going overseas to support soldiers as nurses and, you know, the eight, the six triple eight who uh, sort of the mail. There were so many different things that women were doing to support the military in the 40s. And then, you know, those women came home and a lot of them wanted to continue their career, but they got pushed out by all the men who were also coming home. And so it was really interesting to learn about that history and how it kind of got swept under the rug. And now today, a lot of those stories are coming out. And the women who are who continue to serve despite the barriers that they face really push forward to allow women to be where they are today. And so I think that's been like the most pivotal thing. I've got to interview, you know, general officers that are so inspiring because of what they've done and, you know, different women who have done amazing things. And I've learned so much about the military as a whole, but it's really the stories of the women who pioneered in World War II who just changed the future for us as women today and women who continue to break glass ceilings and change the military as a whole and make it better for women to serve. And it's that's what's been the coolest part about the stories that I've got to hear. Yeah. I uh the the pilots, uh the wasps, um, as they were called in World War II, really amazing ladies. And I had the honor and privilege of knowing a wasp. She uh, went, uh, she was in my church and uh, she was a great lady and her stories were amazing. I actually uh, had time to sit down and do an interview with her and hear about her uh, story, how she joined the wasps and some of the missions that she did. And it was, truly eye-opening and amazing. And finally, I think, I'm not sure, I think it was in 2010, they were finally recognized by the government, I think. I'm not sure if that year is right, but they were finally given uh, the Congressional Medal or something or recognized um, by our our government, finally. Um, They've done amazing things. Veterans, military family members, if you're looking for an incredible opportunity, I would encourage you to check out jdogbrands.com. If you're interested in business ownership, if you're missing what was the best thing about your military service, being the camaraderie of fellow veterans, JDog is a place for you. If you go to jdogbrands.com, you can find out everything about JDog, including how to apply for franchise opportunities in either JDog Junk Removal and Hauling or our new division, Carpet Cleaning and Floor Care. And if you're looking to just be employed by JDog, we have over 300 locations, close to 100 15 franchise owners, 90% veteran owned. You can go to the career page and fill out the form and see where we're hiring all across the country. And we connect, connect you with your local J-Dog in your territory. So check us out, jdogbrands.com. So uh, in addition to being an author of your blog, you also have two books out. Uh, Women in the Military and a Girl's Guide to Military Service. I like the the titles and especially a guy, a girl's guide to military service. I love that. I bet you 
every woman probably should get a copy of that book as they join, right? That's the goal. I mean, that was the idea behind the book because so many people join the military and they don't really know what it's like. And so I included both the like, you know, the technical aspects of like picking a branch in a career field, but then also like some of the challenges that are unique to women, like motherhood, you know, periods, things that we don't really like to talk about. But right. um, those things are included so that you can get like a full breadth of what the military is like. And I think that as the military struggles to recruit people into the military, there aren't enough resources for girls who are considering the military. They often have, you know, books that are really written for boys, but then there's like a short chapter written by a male about what it's like to be in the military as a woman. And so that's why I wanted to create this resource for not only like the girls who get to read it, but for the military to have so that they can help target. Because I think if you if you recruit more women by like providing resources, then right. it'll help the numbers of women increase and it'll also help them get more women in, you know, recruiting. And so they'll have more people as they struggle to meet their numbers. Right. And is this, is this book recognized as, as a resource by, by the military or. We're working on, you know, it's a bureau, bureaucratic, uh, right. challenge to get yeah. through all the different wickets. And so we are working on trying to get it out there into the hands of recruiters so that they can pass it along to young women. Yeah, that that would be great. It sounds like a wonderful resource because, yeah, I mean, let's face it, boys and girls are different. And, you know, we, we do have uh, needs that, you know, men don't necessarily have. So, um, yeah, that that's really, really great. Good luck with that. I hope I hope you can can get that out there because it sounds like it's a great informational guide. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, viewers. Thank you so much for joining us for this exciting episode of the Tactical Treasures podcast, powered by Vet TV and J Dog. We are currently speaking with Amanda Huffman. She is an Air Force veteran turned male spouse and a mom to two boys and managing many things, books and podcasts in her uh, male spouse world. And she would like to tell you all about this amazing book that she's written. It's called A Girl's Guide to Military Service, which is the ultimate book for any young woman considering a job or career in the military. With information, tips, and perspective gathered from a variety of women who serve, A Girl's Guide to Military Service will help readers discern if military service is the right choice for them. This incredible guide also provides insight to help readers decide on a service branch and a career field to prepare mentally and physically for training, how to navigate unique challenges as a woman in the military, and much more. You can find A Girl's Guide to Military Service for purchase on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. So check it out. Now back to the podcast. So let's dive into your treasure. I'm really excited to hear what your treasure is what would you like to share so for me one of the main things that i've learned in the past few years is about setting boundaries and learning that it's okay to say no and learning when the right time to say yes or you know sometimes no just means not right now and so 
I am a people pleaser and a perfectionist, which I am working on both of those traits. And that was one of the reasons it was so hard for me to say no and to set those boundaries because I wanted everyone, you know, to like me and I wanted to be able to do everything that people were asking of me. But the reality was I'm a mom, I'm a military spouse. And I'm running my own business. And so I have all these responsibilities that I'm trying to manage. And I can't say yes to everybody. And I can't, you know, if I say yes to some things that aren't on my, like, focus and where I want to go, that means I have to say no to other things. And so it's been a real challenge, but also been really rewarding to learn about how to set boundaries and how to have canned responses for things to make it easier to not have to say no and come up with the words. I can, you know, if I have a similar request over and over, I can have a response that's already tailored to go so that I know this is my boundary and this is what um, my policy is. And then I don't have to get that icky feeling of I'm saying no to someone. (laughs) I think, you know, I, I struggle to, um, to, to set those boundaries to be able to say no to X, Y, Z, or I can't do this or, or not stretching myself too thin. I think a lot of women who wear a lot of hats struggle with that as well. But, um, yeah, I, that is so important because I've all, I, you know, when I think about saying yes and saying no, if, if you say yes to a bunch of things and you're overextended yourself, you're not going to be good at anything. It's best to probably say yes to a few things and be able to execute with precision and, you know, rather than getting yourself stuck where you just can't be effective in anything. So, um, but great treasure. I, I love it. And also really good piece of advice too. Um, so what advice would you give? I mean, you're, a, a Air Force veteran that transitioned, you know, and came out and now you're a mill spouse. So what what advice would you give to your fellow veterans and mill spouses and even veterans that transition out and are a mill spouse like yourself? I would recommend getting involved in community. I mean, when I left the military, I got really involved in a Facebook group for military spouses who are business owners. And I made so many connections and friends. And like, as I struggle through the challenges of not only growing my business, I also, you know, struggled with life challenges. And those women were able to support me. They were the ones who pushed me to start my podcast, to focus on women who have served. And it's, through those relationships that have really helped me. And now as I've shifted more towards women veterans and women joining the military, I've gotten involved with organizations specifically for women veterans. Women Veteran Alliance is one of the my favorite ones. And being connected with women veterans and having community, I think it can be really isolating and lonely as both a woman serving in the military a military spouse and a woman veteran. And so if you can find ways to connect with other people, it really is life-giving and it helps you to get through those really hard times because you have that community support around you. And it doesn't have to be in person because, you know, as a military spouse, you move around a lot. It can be online. It can be at a conference once a year. It doesn't have to be, you know, someone that you see every day. I have so many friends 
that support me that don't live. I live in California now and a lot of my friends live in Virginia, but that's, you know, I have that support and those people that I can reach back to and get help, even though I don't see them every day. I don't talk to them all the time, but I have that community around me that helps me. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's great advice. Um, and with our virtual world, it's so easy to connect, get on a zoom, get on a Google meet, you know, I have coffee here, you have coffee there, but you know, we can still talk and see each other. And yeah, that's great advice. And, um, yeah, you don't, ha- you don't need to feel isolated, even though you can't walk down the street and knock on a door. <laughs> so, right. uh, really great advice. Um, so before you go, where can people find and connect with you and um, where can they find your books for purchase? So my favorite place to hang out for social media is LinkedIn. So if you connect with me on LinkedIn, that's like the best place to be because that's the platform that I'm on the most and the most engaged. And then my books are available on Amazon and um all of them. And then I also have them on my website, www.airmentomom.com. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you, Amanda, for taking the time. Um, and uh, your podcast, I assume, is on all the podcast streaming platforms if people want to. Yeah, yeah. You can find Women of the Military on what we say your favorite podcast app. But yeah, it's on Apple and Google Play and stitcher all there's too many to name huh yeah i know a lot of them that's right okay awesome so thank you so much for taking the time to uh talk to us about everything that you're doing and it it sounds amazing and um so happy for you with uh everything you have going on it sounds really amazing so um yeah so just hang in there and it was great to talk to you and um, we met at MIC and I don't know, I think we're going there next year. Maybe I'll see you again there. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much, Amanda. Take care. Thank you, viewers, listeners, for tuning into this uh, wonderful episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast powered by J-Dog and Bet TV. We have just finished up our conversation with Amanda Huffman, who is a Air Force veteran and mill spouse and is doing amazing things post-military. She's written books. She has a podcast called Women in the Military. But I'd like to tell you about a book that she's written called A Girl's Guide to Military Service. It is the ultimate book for any young woman considering a job or career in the military with information, tips, and perspective gathered from a variety of women who serve. A Girl's Guide to Military Service will help readers discern if military service is the right choice for them. This incredible guide also provides insight to help readers decide on a service branch and career field to prepare mentally and physically for training, how to navigate unique challenges as a woman in the military, and much more. You can find A Girl's Guide to Military Service for purchase on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. Thank you so much for tuning into this amazing episode, and we'll see you back on another Tactical Treasures podcast. Bye-bye now.